Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's trade deadline day 2020 in Major League Baseball. Obviously, it's very unusual baseball season. 29 games in, we're at trade deadline day. And somebody who was very, very active on trade deadline day when he was general manager of the Phillies was Ruben Amar Jr., who's graciously joining me right now. Ruben, thank you so much for the time. I remember we used to joke back in those days that your cell phone bill must have been just through the roof uh, with that time leading up to the trade deadline. Um, What is trade deadline day like for a major league general manager? Well, for me, I mean, it was one of the most exciting times of the year um, in so many different ways because you're, um, in particular, when, when I was at, at the helm, um, it was pretty important for us to try to maintain that championship uh, caliber team and to uh, you know try to build a championship World Series contending team. Um, and, uh, you know, when you, when you get involved in these sorts of things, it's not just, you know, uh, GM to GM it's discussions that you have, I think, um, with your entire organization, you got people from, uh, from your player development, you got people from, you know, some of your advisors, you are, uh, the people that, uh, you know, the international people, there's all types of, um, scouts and such that you want to discuss these things with because you want their opinions and you want to try to make the right decisions. I know on the other side of it, as we're watching this, you know, if we're on Twitter, I don't even remember if really Twitter was really a big thing back in 09, 10, and 11, but it is now. (laughs) As we get closer to the four o'clock deadline, the tweets just come in and the rumors come in and it's really crazy and hectic. How hectic is it on on your side? Well, it can be pretty hectic at times. Um, I try to... um, you know, sequester our, our team, so to speak, in, uh, you know, within a week before the, uh, the, the trade deadline, much like we did with, um, with uh, the draft. Um, maybe not quite as extensive as it was with the draft, but, um, you know, we would get together and we would had, um, you know, we'd have our war room and built that and, and uh, obviously have, you know, different opportunities, different things that we would show up on the board and, and, uh, and, and try to, sift through all the information that we had and and see what the best deal was for us to make, whether it was whether we were buying or selling or both. Well, I I think if you look at this year, I I would, I mean, obviously the Phillies are not selling this year, even though they're a game under 500, they're very much in the race. And of course they made the deals last week to try to help the bullpen. But if you're Matt Klintak today, what would you like to see the Phillies do? And what do you think they're going to do? 
Yeah, this is a very difficult situation just because, um, you know, the reality of it is, is this really a true World Series that they're winning? This is a very strange season. And, uh, you know, the fact that there's only 60 games during this season. Uh, But you see teams that are being aggressive. The Padres, obviously, are being real aggressive. And there's some other clubs that are rumored out there trying to do some things. And and I think some of that is a a product of some of these guys trying to save their jobs. But... (laughs) But uh, but on top of that, I think that this uh, there are some teams that are trying to win and, and trying to seize the opportunity to win. And and that's why you get into this business. Right. You try to get in this business to win. I think I always believe that. And uh, I think the difficulty that Matt has is how much do you want to sell uh, from your future to to buy uh, your present? And I think ultimately and one of the things that I always try to do is not only try to buy for now, but buy for later. And so. Um, you know, so you see some of the deals where you have control of those players, and that's one of the things that was important to us. And I think that's important to the franchise and its viability down the road. Um, I think that there's some things he's got to address. I think the bullpen is still an issue for them. I think starting pitching is still an issue um, because it's not locked down, although they have two great guys at the top of the rotation, and Eflin threw, threw pretty well, and hopefully he can continue to do that. But um, but starting pitching is always the thing, and, and – uh, and, you know, if I, was, if I were him right now, I'd be looking at pitching across the board. Well, the news came yesterday, and, and this may not amount to anything, but the news came out yesterday that 2016 first overall pick Mickey Moniak was added to the Phillies player pool. And, of course, there's the rule that you're not eligible to be traded unless you're part of the player pool this season. Now, Joe Girardi indicated that he, he's under the belief that Mickey Moniak's in Lehigh right now for development. And it's just speculation at this point. But if, if the deal, if a good deal came up and Matt Clintech could make a move to trade the first overall pick in 2016, would you do it, Ruben? I think, I think it depends on how I feel about that player and how I would feel about what I have to replace him. In other words, um, if I feel comfortable with the players that I have that are in place and, and I feel comfortable with the fact that they are uh, under control and, uh, and that is a surplus, then I don't have any problems dealing with surplus. I mean, uh, I've dealt a lot of players over the years and uh, not a whole lot of them came back to bite me um, or the organization, maybe one or two. But, um, but I think that what we try to do when you have to, when you have to try to get talent, I mean, you have to give up talent. And so uh, I think it's, a, it's really a matter of um, one, you know, making the right decision as to what kind of surplus you have and, and utilizing that surplus to, to make the best deal. He very well could be just in Lehigh for development. He was dealing with, I believe it was a knee issue and he's healthy now. So, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, you were talking about pitching. Uh, the bullpen has been better since the additions of Workman, Hembry, and Hale got hit up a little bit last night, but the bullpen has, has been better. Um, and starting pitching, you tweeted last night after Arietta and, and Malone got lit up last night in the Sunday night game that pitching, pitching wins, pitching wins games. So when you look at this 14 and 15 Phillies team right now, which is currently tied for second place in the national league East, um, what do you make of their season so far, almost halfway through? I think Joe Girardi, he kind of explained it best. He had to see how they, uh, those guys in the bullpen could line up and how he could utilize them. Obviously uh, that trade that they made certainly improved that the the back end with, uh, with Henry and Workman. Um, I think that, uh, you know, that, that clearly is an improvement. Could they do more perhaps, but I think Neris is starting to pitch a little bit better now. And he's, uh, he's a little bit, I'm sure he's uh, a lot better than he has performed this year. And, and, uh, he's starting to come around. Um, you know, they don't have that lockdown closer that, that you typically would want in a, uh, championship season, 
Um, but they do have some pieces there that can help. Anytime you can improve your pitching, whether it's marginally or it's vastly, I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's always the road for me, um, unless there is a really gaping um, hole in your lineup. And I don't believe that that's the case necessarily um, with the Phillies. I think that they, they can provide the run support that's necessary. And for me, it's about holding teams down. So would you say then, since their lineup is pretty locked down, that they're one or two decent pitching moves away from really making a run at the National League East? Yeah, I do think so. I do believe that. And, uh, and anytime you can get into a short series, if you have Nola and Wheeler at the top of that rotation, I think that you can, you can give yourself a pretty darn good chance of, of, of advancing and getting deeper. Um, I think that there, there are some pieces that, that uh, the, the team would probably need to be a World Series championship-type uh, club. But I do believe that they – you know, even as they stand today, they could very well be a, a playoff uh, contender and, and are probably. Um, but if you really wanted to go further and deeper into into the playoffs, I think that they're um, anytime you can add pitching, like I said, uh, you know, we're kind of beating a dead horse here. But the reality of it is uh, the more pitching, the better. Well, you did add pitching when you were general manager of the Phillies. Obviously, I think Cliff Lee, that deal in 09 was probably the most impactful. And that's nothing against Ben Francisco, who you also got in that deal, and Oswald the next year, and then Hunter Pence in 11. But if you look back at that time, Ruben, this is the last one I have for you. If you look back at that time, 09, 10, and 11, are there any good stories? I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Are there any good stories <laughs> from that 09, 10, and 11 trade deadline time when you got all those players that really helped you make a run? Well, I mean, one of the things that was pretty clear is that we were trying to make that run with uh, to try to get Roy Halladay. That was uh, in, in 09. That was really the guy for us. Uh, we were in a parallel uh, discussions with Cleveland about Cliff Lee because we had targeted those two guys as the quote-unquote best options for us uh, at towards the top of our rotation. And when we couldn't really get comfortable with the with the deal – with the Toronto Blue Jays, we kind of checked off and got the deal done uh, with Mark Shapiro and the Cleveland Indians. And, um, you know, it was, it, it was fun. It was exciting. Uh, it was a little scary. It was my first, uh, first time doing it as the GM and pull, having to pull that trigger. But, um, but ultimately, it was an exciting time for us. And the fact that we were able to, you know, the, you know the, that we were able to get that done, that was pretty exciting for us. And it worked. You got to the World Series. And Cliff Lee pitched very well in the World Series. Ruben, thank you so much for the time. I'm really enjoying you on the, on the telecast on, uh, on NBC Sports Philadelphia. You're 3-0. and You're undefeated, right, in the, in the games this year, right? They swept the Mets that series. Didn't it? That's right. That's right. It was fun. Uh, T-Mac was great to work with, and hopefully I'll get a chance to do it some more, yeah, some more here in the future. Absolutely. Ruben Amara, Jr., former general manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, thank you so much for the time. Stay safe and stay well. Happy to be with you, Dave. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.